0: Welcome to Gut Feeling Fantasy. I'm your host, Bobby. Today, we're going to be taking a look at the uh, 2023 NFL rookie running backs and just kind of analyzing them, see who still has a future going into next year and who does not. Obviously, there's still a lot of football left to be played this year, just heading into the divisional rounds this weekend. But in terms of season long and, and fantasy, it's pretty much wrapped up at this point. So let's start taking a look into getting our team squared away for the 2024 fantasy football season. So to get things started, why not talk about one of the most highly sought after running backs going into the 2023 fantasy season? That's Bijan Robinson with the Falcons. So did not quite live up to the hype, finished as the running back nine and a half PPR. Unfortunately, he only had four rushing touchdowns this year. He did get an additional four receiving. But in terms of, of those touchdown numbers, I think a lot lower than what people were hoping for. So if someone drafted in the mid first round, probably going to see a bit of a decline next year, I would imagine. Uh, still, still will be a first round pick uh, just with running backs uh, being a little bit more of a, a premium. So hopefully next year with a new coach, more than likely a new quarterback he will have a bit more of a successful touchdown season, I should say. Next up, I want to talk about someone who I actually like a little bit more than Bijan going into the 2024 season. And that's actually Jameer Gibbs with the Detroit Lions. Obviously had a bit of a, I wouldn't say unsuccessful, but not very thrilling start to the season. Dan Campbell just did not use him a whole lot. So that workload increased going down the stretch, finally got him involved to finish as... Actually, just one spot below Bijan at running back 10 and half PPR. He had a season high in week eight with 26 carries for 152 yards against Las Vegas. And he had a season high 10 receptions the previous week against Baltimore. So definitely got involved with the passing game uh, plenty this year. So hopefully next year that split favors him more. And I would even go to say I'd almost rather have Jameer Gibbs over Bijan Robinson at this point. Uh, just because of the team he plays with. I think, like I just said, that split's going to be better for him. Definitely was involved in the receiving game, and the Lions just have a lot more help around him than than the Falcons do for Bijan. We talked about two running backs that had successful rookie campaigns. Now we're going to talk about one that did not, and that is Zach Charbonnet with the Seahawks. Just a really abysmal year for probably one of the top four uh, running backs going into this year. Just to kind of read his stats off a little bit, he finished as the 47th running back in uh, in half PPR. For the positives, he did have a season high snap percentage of 85 and 88 in weeks 11 and 12. So definitely, definitely is the backup, but he had less than 50 yards in each of those weeks on 14 plus carries. Granted, they were against the Rams and the 49ers, so a little bit of you know, less judgment on that, but still just not very productive. And just another example of that, he had 19 carries in week 13 against Dallas. He only did get 60 yards on that, but he did get his lone Russian touchdown of the season. All other weeks that he played, he had less than 10 carries and on the, you know, real big downside for him, Kenneth Walker still looks like a stud. He's only 23. So I don't really see any type of increased workload for him going into next year. Granted, Pete Carroll, you know, technically resigned, I guess, but so they will have a new coach and we'll see if they want to use him a little bit more. But I don't really see where he fits into this offense. So maybe it's someone that they kick off the team, you know, trade him away. We'll see. Obviously, he still has plenty of time on his contract, but I don't really see him developing into anything here in Seattle. So. Bit of a disappointing season. Could have been a cool guy uh, to pick up, you know, midway through the year if he was doing well. But that just just was not the case for him. Next up, I want to talk about Devon A. Chain, who had a bit of a wrench thrown into his season, just like us fantasy managers out there because of his teammate Raheem Mostert, who at 31 years old had the best season of his life, arguably one of the best seasons ever. He had a league high of 21 touchdowns broken down. That was 18 rushing touchdowns and three receiving touchdowns, and he finished as the running back two overall in, in the half PPR scoring. So on the plus side for Devon A-Chain, Raheem Mostert's 31 years old. It is doubtful that he has another season like he had this year, um, but there's always a chance he does. Hopefully he does for for him. That'd be awesome. Very cool story uh, to tell, just kind of moving forward in, in NFL history, but Devon A-Chain did not play for six weeks this year and he still finished as the running back 24th. Arguably, that that number could have been higher, definitely a top 20, and maybe not quite a top 15, but, you know, pushing that. And he had four games where he had 100 plus yards rushing. One of those was 200 yards, and actually one of those only came on eight carries as well. So season totals for him, he had eight rushing touchdowns and three receiving touchdowns. Definitely would have liked to see him a little bit more involved in that receiving game, but that that just was not the case. Maybe next year Raheem might slow down or that season might get a little bit longer for him than it did this year. So we'll see uh, where that goes, but huge, huge upside for uh, Devon Owen forward next year. One downside this year, he only had uh, above 50% snap involvement in four games this season. Again, he was out for six weeks, so that number could have been higher. So we'll see. Again, R- Raheem probably slowing down a little bit next year. So we'll, that, that number will probably go up. But overall, very exciting player for next year. And, you know, I, I don't even want to predict where he'll be drafted. I'd imagine the late first round to mid first round just based on those numbers. But with Raheem still in question, it, it will be interesting to see kind of where he ultimately does fall. Next, I want to kind of talk about four guys that might not have been stars this year, but definitely still have life going into next year. So to start that off, we're going to be talking about Eric Gray with the with the Giants, actually. And that's probably not a name that has even come up this year uh, just because he's never played. But Saquon is on his last year. It is doubtful that he resigns with the Giants. So we'd be very surprised at that. They played him a little bit in week 18. He did get three carries for 19 yards. So just an interesting name going forward to kind of see what the Giants do about Saquon or finding a replacement for him. So, you know, they'll probably bring in someone else as well. And then Matt Breda is also on his last year. You know, he is an older guy. It is doubtful they re-sign him too. We'll see about Eric Gray moving forward, but, you know, might be a bit of an interesting story here as the offseason kind of unfolds. Tajay Spears is the guy I want to talk about next. He played a backup role to Derrick Henry this year in Tennessee going into 2024. That will not be the case as Derrick Henry is no longer a Tennessee Titan. So what does that mean for Tajay? Well, I cannot imagine that the Titans bring in someone else to jump over him in terms of playing time. If anything, it would be more of a a 50-50 split. But Spears had a great year this year. He had 100 carries for 450 yards. In week 13, he had a season-high carries for 16 uh, carries and 75 yards, so very decent year falling behind one of the most demanding backs in terms of wanting the ball in in the NFL, so I think it's only up for him, and we'll see what the Titans do this offseason in terms of bringing someone else in. Like I said, I don't think it's going to be anyone to challenge him for a starting role. If anything, just, you know, help him out, push him along a little bit more, but yeah, very, very interesting. It will be interesting to see where he starts going in drafts as you know this offseason progresses and and the you know actual NFL draft happens. So yeah, that, I think twenty twenty four is going to be a good year for him. I don't know if he'll be be in that thousand yard rushing range, but it, it, hopefully somewhere near that. And if that's the case, he'll probably be in one of those. Honestly, I I could see him probably going fifth round. To be honest, I think he's got a lot of talent and I think he wants to prove himself going into this year. So very exciting year coming up for Spears in 2024. These next two guys are still going to be backups going into 2024. Uh, Chase Brown for Cincinnati behind Joe Mixon and Kendra Miller for the Saints behind Alvin Kamara. But they both did show promise this year And the fact that their NFL career, you know, still can lead to more. Both had, you know, we're dealing with injuries throughout the year. Uh, Chase Brown really only had two carries before week 13, but, you know, after that he did finish as running back nine, actually in week 14 with a long, you know, receiving touchdown. And then week 18, he had a season high 11 carries for 43 yards. Not, you know, not that productive, but you know, there was still hope that, you know, he's going to be that backup for Joe Mixon next year. So probably going to split a little bit more of that workload, hopefully, and just kind of balance out the fancy running back situation a little bit more. And then Kendra Miller, a bit of an interesting situation as well. He did miss nine games. He did finish as running back 13 in week 18 uh, with 73 yards and one touchdown. So, you know, both these guys kind of had bigger workloads in week 18. But I think, again, that's just coaches wanting to see what they can do. I think both proved throughout the season that they, they could be that guy for them. So, Hopefully, you know, that stays the same. I think they're both, you know, good running backs. I really do like Kendra Miller, even if he did have that long injury stretch there too, just like Chase Brown, but both of them interesting stories to follow into this offseason. This next group of rookies are guys that really should be avoided at all costs next year unless something drastic changes, like a team change or or something like that. Starting out, I want to talk about Amari DeMarcardo and You know, he was the guy behind James Conner this year or was supposed to be, Uh, you know, was very, you know, very interesting. And he actually was not bad when he played. It's just he did not play a whole lot. So in week 16 uh, or sorry, week five, he finished as the running back 16 and then 23 and 26 in week seven and eight. So really not bad. Uh, Honestly, it is good statistics in terms of fantasy purposes. So he really, I think, just needs a bit of a different team change and he honestly might not even be there next year I mean he shared a role with Michael Carter going down the stretch as in that backup role even with Connor out so hopefully we get you know team change for him that he's not playing on the cards next year so I'm sure there's another place he could go honestly maybe even the Titans behind Spears so maybe they do something you know workout trade for that so we'll see I, I think he's a good running back just in a bad situation Someone who may not, as opposed to Demarcado, might not be a good running back, and not just in a bad situation, is Tank Bigsby, which is very, very unfortunately. I liked him a lot in Auburn. He he was seemed like a very cool back, but you know, at six foot, two hundred ten pounds, seemed like a decent build for the NFL, but that might just not be the case. So he got nine carries in week eleven. Only had 21 rushing yards, and then had 10 carries in Week 17 against the Panthers for 32 yards. There just is not a lot of efficiency going on for for Tank Bigsby, and I don't think it's one of those things where oh, he just needs another team. You know, he he did have a chance to prove himself with those with that workload in those two weeks, and just cannot really get anything going on the ground. So I don't think there's a lot of promise for him moving forward. Unfortunately, again, but. You know, just not, not something that you want to see with a rookie that kind of had a, not a lot of expectation, but at least could have been, you know, a bit more of a promising career than what it showed in this rookie season. So another one in his kind of not as, not as bad as a case, but Deuce Vaughn out of out of K-State obviously had a very, very good year in college at five, six, but um, just is not seeming to work out in the NFL itself in week four he had a season high carries of eight and he got nine yards out of that in week one, he got six carries and he got eight yards. So that's even worse proficiency than tank could even dream of doing. And I think that size is just not something that is going to be or have any type of success in the NFL. So Deuce Vaughn I think is out. Uh, We'll see what that career has in store for us, but Definitely not a name that any fantasy manager should be concerned about going into next year. Another one that just is not working out. Uh, Maybe it could be a a situational change, but Zach Evans, the fact that the, uh, that the Rams brought up Daryl Henderson and (laughs) to back him up, uh, Kyron Williams when he went out and didn't even consider playing Zach Evans really. And Royce Freeman still got a, you know, large workload, just not a good look for a, a rookie running back when you've got two veteran players coming in to take over the the workload there in, in any given situation. So I think Zach Evans is out. Wasn't really on fancy managers radar uh, this year, but I, I think it's just worth mentioning that, you know, he just did not pan out. Could have been a name people just completely forgot about. So Someone's listening to this and it's like, oh, well, I wonder whatever happened to Zach Evans. Well, that's what happened to him. He never saw the field this year. So now, you know, and then lastly, Roshan Johnson, oh, I, I really don't know what to say with him. He was, you know, one of the more promising rookies this season. Um, and it, it just did not pan out for him at all. Not that any of the Bears running backs really had great seasons. Um, Khalil Herbert is definitely still their guy, even though he missed some time, but yeah, Roshan just, just not the case. Um, maybe it's one of those needs this different change of scenery. So, you know, there might still be hope for them, him there, but you know, it's really tough to say considering he did not get much of a, a workload this season. So that's all I had for you all today. Uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Um, If you made it to the end, that's awesome. And we'll just kind of keep doing these little things during the off season and hopefully you enjoy it. So I will see you all next time.